says, Dude, where's my NAR? Hey everyone, welcome to Dude, Where's My NAR, episode 2. We have an awesome guest tonight, uh, Josh Paul Welling, and we're going to talk a little bit about his riding journey. Uh, he's part of Facebook, our group, Minar, all things MTB. If you haven't checked it out, come check us out. It's awesome. Uh, anyways, we're going to get in this. We got Kyle Woods and Tyler Begrow on. Tyler's actually in Moab right now, uh, which is super interesting. Should be should be fun stuff to talk about. Um, welcome, Josh. How's it going? So, uh, Hello. Awesome, man. Hello. Super pumped. Hello. <laughs> so, Josh has got some cool stuff going. Um, awesome YouTube channel, Chicken Sandies. We'll talk about that. And I get, I'll start with the first question. So, when did you start riding and why? So, I started riding about three years ago now so this is my fourth season of riding and uh, actually I started I decided we should get bicycles because she really bicycles uh, I'm a very avid skateboarder not as much as I used to be and I was super against the idea of bicycles I thought they were just lame and I thought it was a silly thing to purchase and spend money on and here we are now and I'm not proud of how much money I've spent on bicycles and or how many I have <laughs> but it's a blast, and I'm so very thankful that she decided that we should get into biking, and I, I just took off with it, and it's been amazing. Just a really cool journey for myself, my health, my well-being, uh, friends and people I've met. It's really just been an amazing experience all around, so. That's awesome. What's your favorite bike to ride? I know, I know a bunch, but what what's your oh, favorite one? For me, it's it's my NS Eccentric Hardtail. Uh, it's a technically a hardcore hardtail. It's in that category. I've had the full suspensions and I, I have two full suspensions right now. And if I just want to go out, ride and have a fun time, it's on my hardtail. Uh, just between just, I just feel like it's faster. I just feel like it's more fun. It's rowdy. It's just a, it's a really good time. And I built that thing from the frame up. So I got a lot of, a lot of the kind of like pride and joy in that as I built it. And it's just, it's my go-to bike. It really is. If I just want to go out, have fun, do a long ride, a short ride, doesn't matter. It's, Kind of the the main arrow of my quiver, as you may say. So, but I love that bike; it's awesome. Nice. So, uh, Josh, you said that your wife, yeah, and you were the ones who were like getting it, like decided to ride bicycles. Does she has she taken that step? Has she started riding mountain bikes? Has she tried? So about so yeah, last summer uh, she was actually riding pretty frequently with me, and uh, we even went to a couple places over in St. Louis to ride and. What, uh, I shouldn't say what happened was as in a bad way, but, uh, she, we ended up getting, well, she ended up getting pregnant and expecting our second child and, uh, our second child is now four months old. So she's kind of been out of commission this summer with riding with me. Uh, we did just recently get her a commuter bike again, so she could start riding again. And she's done, uh, she's done a couple 15, 20 mile rides with me just on like the bike path and stuff like that. So we're, we're trying to ease her in again because having a baby's not very fun to the woman body as some of you could know and or imagine. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Yeah, That's so cool. during, that, yeah. during that time she was pregnant, we ended up selling her mountain bike. And it was actually oh. fun because she had the female version of a GT Aggressor Pro. And uh, I know we'll get into it later, but the entire kind of synapsis or area around my mountain bike channel now is upgrading budget bikes. So I had a real fun time getting this. It was called the GT Laguna Pro, but it's literally a, a female version of the Aggressor Pro. And I had that decked out for her and she loved it, but we decided to get rid of it. And 
we're, we're going to kind of see what we decide to do next time whenever she starts riding trails again. But I'm trying to talk her into a nice full suspension. I think she'll enjoy it a little bit more if we did that. But yeah, so she was riding really actually pretty hardcore there for a while. And I mean, we were making we we're making dates out of it. It was awesome. And uh, our first child, uh, Elsie Grace, she was uh, getting a little bit bigger and a little bit older. So I had her on the Mac ride with me while we were out with Marley as well. So we were able to kind of do family bike rides around Griffin Bike Park in Terre Haute, Indiana and places like that. And it was really good time so but yeah she was totally into it and yeah she got got pregnant again and she decided to step away for a minute just because of injury purposes and you know of course it's, you really shouldn't ride a bike late in uh pregnancy so <laughs> we decided to stop not recommend she's getting back into it. yeah no right We're taking a little, <laughs> she'll get back in and i'm sure but she she was actually doing i was pretty impressed there towards the end of uh last season how far she was going and how well she was riding so nice so are you uh so then because you're not riding with her, do you ride with other people or are you just like by yourself when you usually ride? Oh, I, it's so funny you say that because I literally made an Instagram post today <laughs> on Chicken Cindy's over how I was at the pump track this afternoon all by myself. And I asked if people like to ride by themselves with people. And so far, it's been an overwhelming with friends. <laughs> but I uh, work 24 hour shifts. I'm very blessed and fortunate to be a firefighter. And so I work 24 hour shifts and I'm off for 48 hours. And I typically try to ride in the mornings when I get off work. That way, when I get off, my wife and kids are all still asleep. So I'm not missing very much time with them. But so I ride kind of weird hours of the day, but I prefer riding with people. I really do. And I love riding with friends, but just because of my work schedule and I try to be home with the kids and the wife as much as I can when I'm off, I uh, try to ride early mornings and people typically don't want to join me for some reason. <laughs> so those spider webs, man. No, I, I don't. Do. I, I totally, I totally get it because like I, I lived the life of a fireman for eight years. So I, yeah, you know, when you're off more than likely nobody else is off or oh. they're at, they're at work or your off days are usually that, you know, fall during the week or they fall during like on a Sunday when everybody's doing family time or something like yeah. that. So you're, 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 I can see why you ride lonely or alone, not lonely. correct. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm lonely and in fact alone. Yes. Well, I, I hope you get some riding. A Freudian slip there. Forever alone. So I was gonna say I don't know how you guys do it, but having a family, uh, having kids and everything, because I feel like I don't have enough time to ride myself, and I'm I'm single. <laughs> so uh, I give you guys a lot of props for uh, trying to make it still work. It's um, tough. Yeah, says it's a, the, like a says the guy spent two days at Trestle and is now riding Moab. You went to Trestle? Yeah. I missed that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, He's been hiding days. it. What's the yeah. trail they're called? What is it? Banana Split? Is that what that one trail's called? Uh, uh, Banana Peel. Banana Peel. Yeah. yeah. I've been playing too much Mario Kart. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, the jumps on that track seem bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> There's yeah no I, I didn't hit it sure. like real bike park because i mean there's one in wisconsin but there's only like 200 on this has 2000 um so i uh was definitely t taking baby steps and then also with uh being in wisconsin living at 800 feet and then all of a sudden driving there sleeping in the parking lot and being at 10,000 feet took a little bit to adjust and then I rode that next day right away. Um, but yeah, amazing time. Uh, Trestle's amazing. Uh, definitely recommend it. 
Um, and I had some friends hit the banana peel, so that was kind of kind of cool to see some videos of. But yeah, you know, it's more up time. Yeah, I couldn't imagine doing that. I had some uh, pretty fun trips planned this summer, but between the new job, the new baby, and some other stuff, I had to put some things on hold, sadly. But that's awesome that you got to go there, man. That's terrific. So. Thank, thanks. Appreciate it. Yep. I'm here through, through the end of the week. And then, uh, I had someone invite me to go to Angel Fire, um, in New Mexico on the way back. So I think I'm going to make that happen. <laughs> Tyler's just going to be living the life on the road now and riding everything. I, the I, life I, I want to live. I could. You could. I know you, I told my girlfriend today that you could and that you should yeah. just do it. Uh, I'm I'm thinking about hey, it. Just do it. But... <laughs> right. Rip it yeah. Off. No, I hear you. <laughs> like I just wish my little Prius C was a little bigger. <laughs> it's it's a lot of crap in a little car. <laughs> I miss mine dearly. <laughs> oh man, it's so great on gas. I had it for about eight years and finally got rid of it. I think it was yeah. a tank. <laughs> can't break these things no, man i don't know what the deal was <laughs> <laughs> so i don't know if we touched on it then uh where where are you from josh oh gotcha that. so i'm actually uh i say southern illinois a lot of people disagree with that but a lot of people say anything south of springfield in illinois southern illinois <laughs> but i'm between <laughs> like halfway between springfield and the shawnee forest on the southern part of illinois but i live in a little called mattoon illinois so that's where, that's where I'm living right now. That's where I currently work full-time firefighter. And uh, I really like it. Kind of been annoying my entire life. Maybe someday we'll move away. Maybe someday we won't. Who knows? But so far, it's treating us well, so we can't complain. But that's where I am from. Nice. Sounds good. We're only a few hours apart then. Yep. Go ahead, Tommy. So how's the riding out there? So it's very cross-country-ish is what I would call it. Um, but it's almost like roller coaster cross country. So if you can get the speed just right as you go, it's very flowy. But it's cool because I'm surrounded by quite a bit of fun riding. Uh, if I want to do just strictly like training cross country, I'm about 30 miles any direction from that. Uh, there's a downhill park that just opened, Shepherd Mountain Bike Park. It's about right, a little over two hours from me. And it's got, it's not a lift system, but they have a uh, some like Humvees and stuff that'll take you to the top basically. So that's fun. You can go and spend the day there. Uh, I ride a lot at Griffin. Uh, Griffin Bike Park is just, it's one of my favorite places to ride. It's a little over an hour away. Uh, Rich Moore, he's the guy that's kind of the head over there, does a, lot, does a lot of the grooming and stuff like that at the trails. Just an amazing individual and such a, such a good friend of mine now. And it's so fun to go ride with him and some of the kids on the Griffin Bike Park team. I'm just very fortunate to know all of them and ride with them every now and then. But I mean, Griffin for me is like the cream of the crop in the area. I mean, they have a little bit of everything for everyone. Uh, if, if you've never heard of it, definitely check out, check it out on like YouTube, some of the cool videos. And I think some are, uh, I think this, this channel called chicken Cindy's has a few as well over Griffin bike park. So maybe look at those ones. <laughs> Who the hell is that? I don't know. <laughs> but no, I mean, it's kind of fun. Because I just, I do have a little bit of everything around me. Uh, I wouldn't say I have anything like crazy, crazy downhill necessarily, but I have very fun, flowy trails. And you got to work for the fun, but in my opinion, it's worth it in the end. And I have a good time. So that's really what matters, right? <laughs> 100%. Yep. 
Yeah, I, I'm in a sim- similar situation in, in Mass. It's mostly XC stuff, and we have a great bike, two great bike parts. There's there's one like an hour and a half north, Highland, mm. and then um, probably Mountain. And, and both, I've yet to go. I'm actually planning on going to Highland next week, but first time at a bike park, I'll, I'll be pumped for that. Um, yeah, it, it, it's a lot of pedaling, right? You, you, you earn it, which, which I've come to enjoy. I've actually been riding with a guy uh, who built my bike. He's part owner of a local bike shop, Denim Bike, and he's big into XC, and I'm learning a ton about that. It's a whole different style of riding, and, and there's so much I didn't know. It, it's been great. It's a great workout. Yeah. I got a, I have a few buds that I'll ride with typically if I can get us, like, if we can get together. And they get kind of mad at me because, like, if we come up to, like, pretty decent climbs, like, if I don't get the climb, I'll redo it until I get it because I'm that crazy. <laughs> Like I will legit do a climb over and over until I clear it. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of how I base my progression. I'm like, well, I couldn't do that climb when I started, and I could do it now. So that means I must be getting better, right? <laughs> Absolutely. It, it and it's it's so crazy. It's funny you said that because like I hated climbing when I first started, and as I've progressed over the last year, so I've come to like kind of enjoy it. I know I might sound like a freak for that. But there, there's something, <clears throat> I think it's it's rewarding, right? You tackle it, you get to the top, and it's just like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> I did And hope there's a nice downhill afterwards. Just so it's only climbing. Yeah. Climb only. <laughs> I've been on a few rides where I swear we take we've been climbing all day. When do we get to go down? And then we're done with the ride. And I'm like, I hated that <laughs> no it's we need to make the world's first uphill park <laughs> yes. you take the ski down after you get to the we park. crash and burn <laughs> i won't support you by giving you the- <laughs> our top discussion <laughs> right now <laughs> you just shuttle to the bottom <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Complete opposite. That'd be awesome. Have you guys ever seen the movie Night at the Roxbury? Oh yeah. <laughs> yes. The very end they make the reverse club. Like <laughs> outside's all the club stuff and inside's roads and streets and cars. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh goodness. Fast I think we're on to something. Seriously. Yeah. So T- tell us about Chicken Sendies. How did how did that start? What what's it about? Just give us a lowdown on on that because I I've watched some of your videos and they're super cool. Uh, I I love the I love the um, content. It, it's just cool. So tell us about it. So when I started Chicken Sendies originally, which uh, I won't get into too much detail over like where the name and stuff came from. But uh, there is a story about that. But basically, it's supposed to be about eating food and going on bike rides. That's the entire premise of what the channel was supposed to be. And then I realized taking cameras into restaurants was super, super awkward. And I didn't want to do that. So I stopped doing that portion of it. 
And it originally started as a channel slash, you know, doing upgrade channel kind of a thing. Like if I was upgrading my bike or doing something to my bike, I would record it and throw it up. You know, I just, I just had content naturally because I was doing stuff on my bikes and decided to over it kind of turned into a, what I'd like to call a bang for buck bike channel. So I don't necessarily buy a lot of the high end stuff. Now I do have some bikes that are expensive. Don't get me wrong, but I like to find like, what is the best price for an item? That is the best, you know, that's the essentially the best bang for buck. So I won't necessarily buy, you know, Kashima Fox stuff, but maybe I'll get that Marzoki bomber Z2 because it's 400 less. And well, how, how's that compared to a $1,000 fork? So I do a lot of that stuff. And then uh, about the last year, I've really gotten into upgrading budget bikes and I think there's really an untapped just group of people who don't have thousands of dollars to put into mountain bikes. And that's, there's nothing wrong with that because we're all in different spots in our lives. So if you can only afford a four to $500 mountain bike, whether that be a Trek Marlin or even a mongoose mountain bike from walmart.com, what can you spend money on that will be the most beneficial for you to not only be better on a mountain bike, but to also give you a better experience because at the end of the day, if you don't have fun, you're not going to want to do it. And mountain biking is fun. You just have to learn and teach your body how to do it. And uh, if the bike you're on is preventing you from that, you know, that's one of the biggest problems. So it's, it's essentially turned into just kind of a budget, a more budget friendly mountain bike channel that I compare things to my more expensive bikes. And, you know, I just kind of just kind of do what I want. And if it has two wheels, it's free game, in my opinion. So <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of the general synopsis of what I would say chicken Cindy's is now. It's a very cool community. Uh, I've got 1,200 subscribers now, you know, it was really cool to break that 1000 mark. You know, that was a huge milestone for myself and the community's terrific and we're always helping each other and talking. And I mean, it's just been a, such a cool experience on YouTube. You know, I didn't know what to expect to put yourself out there. And so far everyone's been super, super open arms and I've been, it's been a great experience so far. So, but that's chicken Cindy's. So awesome. I, I love the whole premise, especially with, you know, all the newer people, the mountain biking, the COVID people, whatever, however, and, and I'm, I just really like the idea of, you know, putting this stuff out there. So people who might not have the funding to get the best, craziest stuff that realistically you don't need, right. Um, people think you need it, but you don't. And and watching your videos and stuff, you, you can really go into that and see it. And I can relate to the growth of that, which that, that like feeling of pride and like you took something that's your own and you grew it. And similar to dude, where's my gnar, the, you know, all things MTV, it's just seeing it grow. And right now everyone on here is, is part of that. And that's why we're all sitting here talking to each other. So it's awesome. Like, I love it. There's a, it's, it's so, it's so cool just to see something like that, that just to grow, you know, and it's, you hit that mark and you get to those and it's like, wow, people really enjoy this. It's like, you no, know, it's like, why <laughs> and you know, reach out? And it's, you know, I'm just a goofy 31 year old guy who thoroughly enjoys riding trails. And it's just cool that I get to share that with people. And it's, it's fun to have people reach out and ask for opinions over parts and things like that. And I mean, it's just cool, you know, and, I almost feel like, you know, like I have an obligation to make sure I keep the trust of all these people that are, you know, following the channel and stuff. And, you know, and, you know, that's one of the main things we have is just trust in each other. And it's just so cool. I mean, it's so cool. I love it. So, but yeah, it's, it's just awesome stuff. 
No, I, yeah, that's quite. Go ahead, Tyler or Kyle. Sorry. That's quite. I, th- I definitely think it's quite inspirational, man. And definitely, like Tommy was saying, anybody can do it. Anybody can watch your channel. Uh, they can go on there and just learn. Just know that they don't have to spend that five thousand dollars. Um, and then they get to watch you and see that you know anybody can work on a bike too. Yeah, I know. I know myself. I like to work on my own bikes and do my own work just because, not because I don't want to fund the local bike shop or anything it's just because i want to know how to do something while i'm out on the trail in case i need to in case in case something goes happens you know um or if i'm near a bike shop or sundays and mondays or yeah sundays and mondays you know the bike shop's not open those are my days to ride yep so i can't i can't just drop it off if in, in a quick gif so learning from you is definitely inspirational and i mean i know it's not only just building a budget bike there's more to it as well but those things right there are inspirational and what's I think has allowed you to grow as much as you, you have already. So nice job, man. I appreciate it, man. Thank you. And you know, and that's, that was one of the biggest things for me to take on was like, well, can I do this? Can I work on my bike? Like, is this like computer programming? How difficult is this? And, and I'm a big supporter for local bike shops, you know, like I'll go to the local ones and buy things that I need and whatnot. And that's, it's a really big thing to support them. And at the end of the day, if you're not comfortable working on your bike, don't, you know, the last thing you want to do is accidentally mess something up. And it's funny because people reach out to me like, Hey, Josh, why don't you do a, a tutorial on how to, you know, like get your drivetrain dialed in. And I'll be like, well, here's a link to park tool who does a way better job than I'll ever be able to do. <laughs> like, oh, okay. Thanks. I'm like, it's, it's not the fact that I don't know how to do it, but I mean, you have someone like Calvin who's in charge of all the park tool videos. And I mean, I can't trump that. And I mean, I'm not even going to try to, you'll see me tinker with my drivetrain and stuff on the videos, but take that video and watch that and learn from that. Cause I mean, that's amazing. You know, the stuff that you can find out on park tool videos and how to upgrade and things. And I just want to show you what, you know, if, if you want to see someone else do it, it's just, it's not that bad. It's really not, you know, even like when I started messing with forks, like I was terrified of taking my fork apart. It really wasn't that bad. <laughs> I got done with it. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just, you know, just getting used to it. So, yeah, I think I, I mean, in the in the group, Rich had some questions, and I plugged your channel of whatever fork he had. Um, I think it was like a revelation or something. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it helped him out. So, yeah, I did the whole I did the whole revelation upgrade thing, the damper and charger and all that stuff. And I mean, it was That's, actually pretty yeah. fun to do. I really enjoyed it. I turned it into a revelation ultimate, is what I did. <laughs> <laughs> nice yeah i'm pretty i think that's what he was doing was the upgrade so yeah, yeah. And that's that's another big aspect of the channel in my opinion you know if you have the money to buy a revelation as opposed to the 900 to a thousand for like you know uh, some ultimate upgrade it a little over time that's the other big thing you know and we get so sucked into the contentment of this life in this world and it's like well that guy's got such a nice bike so i have to have it. it's like you really don't and you know and it's it's everyone's different i mean that's the biggest thing if your wallet can afford what you want, please buy it. That's the biggest, you know, that's the biggest thing, but don't put yourself in debt or something like that over something that you don't need. You know, if, if, if it's not going to make your life better in that sense, you know, don't be, don't do crazy stuff like that. You know, make sure your bills are paid, make sure your family's taken care of if you have that, but yeah, everyone's wallets are different. And you know, if, if you can only afford a $60 IXF crank set, buy the IXF crank set. If you can afford $120 for a Shimano Deor crank set, buy the Deor crank set. <laughs> it's just, you know, it's, it's nice to know that you have these options 
four decently quality parts that'll hold up for a little while. So yeah, no, that's cool, man. I really appreciate you guys saying that. Thank you so much. It really means a lot to me because the channel is pretty dear to me. So oh, <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. 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 As far as the, the channel goes, what's, um, I'm going to ask, like, what's your favorite part of it? Is it making the videos, editing the videos, corresponding with the people, which I, I would think, I, I don't know. Like, what's your favorite part of doing it? So I don't know what it is about the editing, but the editing is super easy for me. Like, I, I usually don't have to do a bunch of takes. Like, I can typically get away with just clicking record on the GoPro or whatever. Like if I'm doing something in the, the garage or, or the coop, as I call it, the chicken coop. <laughs> but uh, like, I'm very fortunate to be able to just kind of be able to record and not have, like, I don't have much mistakes, you know, like I don't have a script or anything. I just kind of know what I want to say. So editing has usually been super easy for me, but my favorite part about all of it is 100% the community. And I know that probably sounds super cliche and you know, that, that whole kind of a situation, but I am, you know, my wife makes fun of me because I am a, I'm a social butterfly and I'm the guy that will be on an airplane and the guy I'm sitting next to, you know, I'll be invited to the wedding, (laughs) (laughs) that kind of a situation. But it's just, I don't know. I I see the people's comments and even negative comments, you know, if they're saying, well, that's kind of dumb. Why would you put this much money into a a budget bike? You know, and it's, it, it is what it is, but it's still fun for me to get all the aspects, you know? The things I do is not for everybody, but for the general people that watch Chicken Cindy's to learn and to upgrade and stuff, the community is amazing and the people are amazing. And it's cool because they're like slowly figuring out who I am and like adding me on Facebook. And, you know, I always share my first name. I wouldn't go out and say it's like stalkerish because it doesn't really freak me out or anything like that. But I have people reach out and they're just like, they start talking to me and it's cool. It really, really is cool. And it's just fun like to see just the different people join the community and talk and help each other and you know, and the biggest thing is like other people that have channels, like typically if like I see someone commenting, I'll click on their channel. If they have videos, I automatically subscribe and I start, you know, supporting them too. And it's just so cool. And, you know, to get the support and just be able to talk to people, the, the general community, you know, YouTube's scary. It really is, you know, millions of people, however many people have YouTube channels and between the different things that can come up, you know, hate comments, that kind of a thing. It's, it's nice to have a breath of fresh air from people who are just genuinely nice and enjoy the same thing that you do. It's cool. Oh yeah. Yeah. And so for me, a big part of my life is anything that I can do, whether it's work at home with my family or mountain bike, where I can help other people, like not expecting anything in return, which is, which I'm relating to what you're doing with your channel. You know, it's like altruism, right? I'm going to, I'm going to help this person. I don't want anything from you. That helps me, right? So that helps me in my life, in my journey, whether it be at work professionally, at home, friends on the trail, mountain biking community. And I'm lucky enough to be able to do that at work um, with certain people and get people jobs who, who are struggling to get a job or whatever it may be, right? There's, there's no bigger sense of gratitude than to be able to do that for people and that's a big part of my life right it's kind of a mantra so to speak that I try to live by and like hearing you talk about your channel I can tell that it's similar it's a similar situation you're helping a ton of people which which is just awesome you can't you couldn't you can't put a dollar value on that it is it is very cool and honestly it goes into like why I do what I do for a job you know like 
I just, I truly love helping people. It's, it's just my heart. I just, you know, whatever it is, I just want to help people. And, you know, whether it be on a mountain bike or sadly, you know, from a car accident for my job, it's, you know, I just, I'm very blessed and fortunate to do what I get to do. And it's just crazy, man. But no, it's, there's something so special about whenever like that moment clicks with someone and they're like, oh yeah, that's a good idea. You know, it's just cool. So. Do you have a bucket list ride? Like, like if oh, you were to the- die tomorrow, <laughs> what trail would you be riding today? So like it's, I'm legit in the process right now of making a trip for next year to Whistler. And I have a group right now of four potentially going, we're looking in dates and to get a, to get tickets for an airplane. And we're probably just going to rent bikes when we get there. But I mean, that's, that's everyone's, I feel like that's everyone's bucket list dream to go, you know, but uh, it's, yeah, I was literally messaging some buds last week about that. Cause I'll finally have vacation time again, since I just started the new job and all that. So we were trying to figure it out like, well, we're going to disappear for a week. Where are we going? We're like, well, if we're going to go somewhere get your passports ready boys <laughs> i think we're going to canada <laughs> from first columbia but no it's uh it's cool man so i'm excited to do that but i really want to go up to the pacific northwest like something fierce uh, a lot of the trails out there just look amazing in my opinion and you know a lot of those just look super fun and the just the foliage there and the trees and everything like just the videos i've seen on youtube just seems so epic and then, of course, like where you're at right now, Tyler, Sedona, like that'd be so cool to ride. But the furthest I've been is to Texas. And we were staying about two miles from Spider Mountain. And uh, I was really upset because we went to Texas the same week they had the ice storm. So everything was closed. And we went, you know, we left Illinois to go there to go on bike rides. <laughs> and the last time that happened in Texas was like 1986, I believe is what the locals said. So I was like, that's awesome. <laughs> Good. I needed to buy some lottery tickets that weekend. <laughs> yeah. One of the only bike parks that's opened all year round and Devin ice, ice storm. <laughs> I could not believe it, man. We ended up riding a Revile Peak Ranch while we were there because we were only like two miles from that place too. And we met the owner and I mean, he was an awesome individual. And honestly, that was some of the funnest riding I've ever had in my life. Just like sandstone, uh, sandstone slabs and stuff like that. But so since I've only been biking about three years and I live in Illinois, honestly, my uh, my bucket list for bike places to go is pretty extensive in all fairness. Really anywhere, just somewhere would be great. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I hear you, man. <laughs> I'm not picking. With the trails I ride here, honestly, I can have fun anywhere. So you just tell me where to go and I'll have, go and have a blast. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, I think when you have those uh, trails that are more flowy, cross country, you got to actually pedal. Those are a lot of trails for me. And I think Tyler's kind of similar. Um pretty much the same yep you know pretty much anything different or elevated is something that you're always going to crave um i know that's something i do i have to drive at least like an hour hour and a half uh dte is an area that i love to ride often and there is some elevation but you still have to do a lot of pedaling um in some areas but it's totally worth it because it's gorgeous nice place that they built it's machine cut really worth it if you get out there things like that and then even like uh you know going down south that was that was just amazing having that much elevation i didn't even know if i was gonna make it to the top of the hill i've never ridden up a mountain or anything um and and i made it so it wasn't it wasn't so bad it could be worse i've ridden worse up a mountain marquette (laughs) um but uh (laughs) but yeah so 
I have a question then too as well. So you you show up at Whistler next year, Josh, and you're you're just ready to go. What pro would you want to be there right next to you? What pro do you work oh. look up to or check out all the time? So so ready for a shreddy with Sam Pilgrim. <laughs> <laughs> so so ready. I want to meet that dude so bad it's not even funny man just just his whole persona i watch his dusty videos as well dude i legit like i'm pretty sure he's my spirit animal (laughs) i was gonna ask earlier if you've ever thought about making like a bed post bike or anything like that you know (laughs) it it wouldn't roll (laughs) that's a budget i don't know what it is yeah right that is i don't know what it is about sam pilgrim but just something about just his personality and just how funny he seems. I mean, I just, I legit think he would be such a fun person to ride with. So I would love, love to do that. That'd be so cool in my opinion. So. Yeah, I definitely think it'd be fun to ride with him. I'm sure. And he's crazy. So I'm sure he's willing to just show you anything. (laughs) He's ready to die. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I feel like we had this conversation already. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I uh yeah, he would he'd probably get me into some trouble in all fairness. <laughs> right. We got the bucket list. What I'll ask you, what's the best trail system or or place you've ridden to date? Your favorite. I would probably honestly have to say the Revile Pink Ranch. I don't know what it was about that place in Texas, which is crazy to say that was it because it was a snowstorm and it was a mess. But I think it was just the fact it's so just the memory is so vivid because we were surrounded by ice, you know, and and in this just terrible situation of snowstorm and ice and everything like that, we still with the group of buds were able to go out and just have a blast. And it was so fun. I mean, I'd never ridden anything like that before. You know, I've been to Bentonville. I've had a lot of fun there. And Kohler's amazing. And all the places around there are amazing. But just the memories I got to make in Texas, to like even just like to experience the ice storm that went on and all that stuff. And, you know, I mean, it was the, the Revile Peak Ranch was just an amazing experience. I mean, the trail was amazing. The people, it was just, the trail was so fun. I would go back there and I want to go back there so bad. And like, I probably will fly next time. It was a 15-hour car drive. It was terrible. And turning it into almost a 20-hour car drive because of snow, it wasn't fun. <laughs> but, but no, the trail was just, I don't know what it was about that trail. It was just awesome. And, you know, it wasn't even a downhill park. It's like it was just a cross-country loop with a little bit more elevation than what I'm used to. It was amazing. It was awesome. So I would say that one for sure. That's awesome. I think I think part of it is the people you're around while you're doing it. Like you just said, you and your buds were out there and it's just like a memorable experience. I, I went through the same thing in Vermont, like two or three weeks ago, we went to a mountain biking fest and I think Saturday of that weekend, there was like eight or 900 people there. And, you know, we were cruising around with 10 or 12 of us that were local to Massachusetts. We all went up there, camped together and, I've usually when I ride, I'm either by myself or trying to keep up with someone or whatever it may be. I just ride. Right. I was screaming like we were screaming through the woods. It it was just a whole different experience. So that again, uh, you know, in the last year or so of kind of getting into 
back in the mountain biking since I was a teen. Um, that's, that would definitely be mine. And, and it, it has to do with the people I was with. It was just awesome. Yeah. It's almost like the memories you make on the trails with friends, you know, I, we were talking about a little bit ago, but just like, you know, I typically bike by myself and, you know, I I'm in slightly better condition than a lot of my friends I ride with, you know, I'll do 15, 20 mile rides and have a good yeah, time. Definitely. And when I go on rides with them, you know, it's maybe five to seven miles and, you know, they feel bad. Cause they're like, well, I know you do a lot more. It's like, it's not the point. Like I can ride one mile with friends and have a ball. Like seriously, it's, it's who you're with. And, and again, it goes back to community. The mountain biking community is awesome. Like it's really awesome. And it's just so cool. Like you can meet someone on the trail you've never met before. Like, hey, do you mind if I follow you? Like, oh yeah, that's no problem. Or just talk to people you've never met. And it's, it's cool. And like you could ride a, probably, <laughs> honestly, you'd ride a terrible trail, but if you have good company, it's worthwhile. <laughs> Absolutely. I know, I know Tyler um, typically rides pretty much solely alone. And um, I know he got to link up with some, some people off of a Facebook group this weekend and, you know, kind of chat with him a little bit. I'm sure I'll hear more once he's done with his trip, but sound like he had like a blast getting together with these dudes. Yeah, it was uh, like weird having people to ride with besides like I have one, one of my friends, he'll come and pick me up super early in the morning. We'll go ride. Um, but he's like, he's a, he's a new rider. <clears throat> so like, I'm kind of showing him the ropes and things like that. Um, but other than that, I usually just ride, ride solo. So <laughs> going out the trestle and just having like a boatload of people to ride with was just crazy. Um, it like, I feel like I rode probably twice as much as I, than I would have, if I would have rode alone because I was just that stoked to, to like try to keep up with people and, you know, keep going and not worry about <clears throat> worrying about like um, getting overly tired or whatever, you know, you, you just kind of feel like uh, you're, you're getting pushed uh, in a, in a good direction. So yeah, that was, that was awesome. But now I'm solo for the week. So <laughs> um, yeah, we'll see how, how that goes as well. But yeah, I think I think I I probably got a month worth of riding done in two days, um, as far as uh, progression goes. So yeah, you literally feed off of people's energy. Like it's so cool, you know. You get yeah, people who's just outgoing, having fun. I mean, it's hard not to enjoy yourself too. So that's awesome, Tyler. And so cool. Thanks. Yeah, appreciate that. Yeah, Tyler. Hope to do more. Sorry. Uh, keep sending us your no, no, go ahead. <laughs> keep sending us your location coordinates while you're by yourself. <laughs> yeah, I will. <laughs> yeah, then I know I'm. Uh, I, you know, someone knows where I am. <laughs> so we we have a group chat, right? And and the other day, Tyler's like, "Hey, I'm camping in like this. What was it, Tyler? BLM? Yeah, BLM land. Yeah. it's just land that you can camp on that's free." by the government basically and he's like these are my coordinates if you guys don't hear from me it's like his longitude and latitude i'm like oh my god <laughs> like geocaching yeah <laughs> right there's a really cool thing here 
I like copied and pasted it like outside of the chat so I had it readily available. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, Appreciate like, that. Yeah. You got like a corkboard wall now with like a bunch of strings and thumbtacks, like trying to pinpoint exactly <laughs> where it is. I think he's here. <laughs> That's funny. Tommy's <laughs> um, just calling the group at four in the morning. Guys, I haven't heard from Tyler. We got to go. We, I got the coordinates. Remember when he left them? Let's go. I'd be all for it. Sure, you're in Massachusetts. Why are you calling the Sedona PD? (laughs) No, you don't understand. (laughs) Well, if you call Sedona, that'd be bad because I'm in Moab. (laughs) See, I already already messed it all up. Maybe they can get you the the number for for Sedona. Never would have found me. Well, it's weird though, because this land—it's just outside of Moab, like ten miles—and there's like there there's mountain bike trails everywhere over there. But you turn in, and it's just dirt road, bunch of rocks. You go over a couple cattle guards, and then you have to go through a like a giant sand trap, and it's like a really really crappy road the rest of the way until you can just like turn off and and, and basically camp wherever you want. So it's like, it's not like super sketchy, but like, I don't know, driving the Prius through probably a <laughs> 50 foot sand trap thing is it's probably like driving a Prius through a, a, a rainstorm or, or a, a winter ice storm or something, you know? <laughs> it's exactly how it feels. Good thing I'm from Wisconsin, so I know how to drive that. There you go. <laughs> I went to, uh, I was in Nairobi, Africa about two years ago. And if you want to talk about crazy, crazy back roads, you're just driving for hours and you're just seeing elephants and giraffes and all just kinds of crazy, just wildlife chilling. And the next thing you know, in the distance, you just start seeing like little huts. You're like, I think we're in the right place. (laughs) That's wild. Wow. (laughs) It was was crazy. Literally, yeah, from one of our places, and it was like a seven hour car drive, and probably six of it was just dirt, <laughs> it wasn't even a road. Oh, man, <laughs> it was mount, in- did you ride a bike on it? No, 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 no. we went, yeah, <laughs> that's not what we were there for. <laughs> but it was crazy. like, I really want to, I really want to go again. But the 18 hour plane flight was insane. But I watched a lot of movies. They had like the little TV screen in the back of each seat individual. Like I got caught up on all my Marvel movies and watched a few DC movies. <laughs> nice. But yeah, no, Tyler, it was insane, man. So like you just going through that stuff. I mean, yeah, that's exactly what I was just picturing. But yeah, it's, you know, you go to the zoo and you see giraffes and that kind of stuff. But like just seeing them out in the wild is the weirdest thing. They're just kind of, and like you're like three or four foot from them because you're literally just driving through their, their habitat, you know, where they live. And it's just like, hey, guys. <laughs> yeah Yeah, it was crazy so that was pretty cool though but we weren't in a prius so you got that one yeah (laughs) right yeah Yeah, they were in a deal i just got new tires that's probably the only thing that's saving me is my tires Geo Tracker, <laughs> Geo Metro. Oh man, this feels like a Geo Metro. It's probably the same size. <laughs> you know, I saw a video earlier. Just it just you talking about being Nairobi and everything, and the animals being that close. These people were just 
riding their boat down this river and they didn't know what this was that was they were coming up on and they were cruising and uh this this it, it was a leopard is what it was i didn't i was trying not to hide it or i was trying to hide it till the end of the story but yeah so the leopard changes direction uh, and they're and they're <laughs> yeah dude and they're like two feet from this leopard while it's swimming in this river and i'm like that would have been enough for me to jump off the side of the boat i think and then probably just get eaten by the leopard i'm not <laughs> sure but i can only imagine you know you're just driving by and all of a sudden there's just hey there, there's an elephant there and then he, you, you can't not wonder if it's gonna like stampede you or something man oh for sure and they're gosh they're huge man they're terrifying actually makes you think of ace ventura <laughs> awesome movie oh, i was just watching that the other night such a classic uh, if i can't yeah, get my was... kids on mountain bike i'll get them on uh ace ventura that's for sure <laughs> <laughs> so good movies. with all the wildlife talk what's the craziest thing you've seen in the woods while you were riding so for me i just see a bunch of deer like tons of deer that's really it but it's still really cool when i see deer like i love seeing them in the wild and it's just there's something so cool and peaceful about them as just creatures and it's really fun whenever they don't run from you and they just kind of like you know you slow down they're just kind of looking at you and you're just like hey what's up buddy <laughs> and you just keep going but I've not gotten to see much more than that just because of where I've ridden and where I typically ride. But I've seen all, I've seen a ton of deer. There was one point I was in Charleston, uh, riding in Charleston, Illinois at the sister city trails and where I was going, a deer saw me and ran off, but he was running the same path that I was. So he was like four foot to the side of me running next to me <laughs> going the same direction. <laughs> so I turned on my GoPro and just like turned my chest and was just like recording this deer run next to me for like a solid 10 seconds. And then he just finally veered off to the side. And I was like, that was pretty cool, actually. That's awesome. <laughs> but that was, yeah, that was a lot of deer, tons and tons of deer. I've actually almost ran over like five or six kamikaze squirrels, tons of squirrel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they get pretty mental out there. It's pretty silly. <laughs> too crazy around this area so no <laughs> bears or anything like that <laughs> i saw moose on sunday what those are big on the trail yeah those aren't it was small. funny <laughs> yeah like there's a how do i explain it you get you get down like halfway down the mountain basically at trestle and then there's like a whole bunch of trails kind of like converge and then you can kind of figure out what you want to do after that and there's about 20 people there and all of a sudden you got the i don't, I don't know whatever you call them like the not the steep they're not ski patrol <laughs> but they're like bike patrol whatever people uh and they're like get back there's a moose <laughs> and here's this moose just walking towards all these people <laughs> i don't think some people realize like how big moose are like they're big they're, they're humongous yeah yeah they're they're not like the size of a deer they're like four times the size they're monstrous my cousin lives in alaska and literally like every other day he'll post just a whole herd of moose just walking through his yard and they're oh, humongous man. they're the size of his house Oh, dude, they're they're huge, and then you got their antlers. Oh yeah, ginormous. Yeah, that's crazy, Tyler. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. I was like, uh, I don't know. I I tried to like bike away from it, and it started coming towards me, so I had to like do it like a Yui. 
figure out where I need to go to get away from this thing. Uh, uh, uh. Uh, yeah, I thought I was going the right way, but no, that what wasn't right. Eat? You just so. throw some carrots? What do you do? You're right. Eventually, it just like slowly walked away. Like, oh, great, there's people on my mountain again. <laughs> Someone's got to have GoPro video of that, of Tyler like trying to get away from the moose and then pulling the Yui. That's funny. I would I love to like, see that. Yeah, I was by myself at that point. You know, I should. I didn't. I had my GoPro. I never brought oh. it out for the for the trip for the trails there. So I uh, I don't know why. Just didn't. I'm sure part of it is I was just like lacking oxygen, and I didn't know where I was. Who needs so. oxygen? Stuff's overrated. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I actually bought one of those. Uh, one of those uh, oxygen cans. No way, you did, didn't you? <laughs> yeah is dude. it the one that i was recommending it helps yes yeah. they had it at the store there awesome that's awesome that actually works i'm gonna let my girlfriend know that yeah like uh the first like two laps i would stop and i'll literally get lightheaded so i i like took a break and then i was like oh great what do i do and then one of my friends was like hey you should get some of that air like that oxygen stuff and then i tried it went right back up to the top of the mountain had the best lap of my life so Dang. totally worth it yeah uh, my wife's got quite a bit of family in las vegas and we went there it'll be four years ago for christmas and they had like o2 bars yep. i've never seen sure they had like flavored oxygen like blueberry watermelon huh. and you just literally sit there and just huff it <laughs> right it was crazy i'm like what is that and it just said o2 bar i'm like huh okay <laughs> That's how I feel about this stuff because it's got like a nose piece thing and it's just a can. So I go back to the car and I'm just like puffing out this can. <laughs> and there's people in the parking lot. I just feel so freaking weird and dumb. They probably thought I was high. <laughs> but yeah. I, Leave me alone. I just got chased by a moose. Yeah. <laughs> Don't judge right. me. Don't judge me. <laughs> yeah. Oh goodness. Tyler was the only so one it. at Trestle who's ever pedaled up the the trail, getting away from a move. <laughs> oh god, that would have been so bad. Foiled his plan. He didn't get. He didn't get the climb the first time, but he definitely got it with the moose behind him. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. There's. There's one trail where I had to climb a little, and I got kind of mad. So. <laughs> All my money back. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I took the lift to climb. What? <laughs> where's, where's the refund? <laughs> right. Oh goodness. That was a green trail. I, what do you expect? <laughs> so, in like a summation or like a sentence or a brief description, Josh. We, we're going to ask every guest who comes on here just us. It's a simple question, but it's complex, right? And it's why do you ride? Like, why do Josh ride? The reason why I ride is for my personal health, my well being, and to get to meet people. That is why I personally ride. It's, it's a tie in of all of those things. And, you know, for a simple answer, that, that's the base of it. But it does spread out like a spider web from that because I'm 31 and I'm in the best health I've ever been. 
I'm 31. I have more friends now than I've ever had. I'm 31 and I just am enjoying life so much more than I ever have. I used to be addicted to video games. That's all I did was sit and play. I never wanted to go outside. I could enjoy the little things in life now, like seeing deer, you know, cool flowers, things like that. It's, it's just been interesting to see what mountain biking has done for me and my perspective of life. So that's, that's why I mountain bike. So I'm going to say a huge shout out to mountain biking for that, because God forbid you never found it and the world never got to experience you, right? Like, you got a great personality, chicken sendies, you're helping people, you're, you're putting all this cool content out. And, and for you to have like secluded yourself in a house and just played video games, having not found mountain biking, like get from above. That's, that's huge. Oh, for sure. And I'm not dogging on video games because video games are fun and awesome. So don't yes. take that the wrong way. No, I know. I would, you know, I'd literally get home. And like, I was not paying attention to my family and stuff like that because of them. So, you know, it's, it's different for everybody. And I, I'm kind of envious of the people who can just play video games for an hour or two a day and be fine. And I just wasn't that guy. You know, I, I'd play for eight to 10 hours a day. And before I knew it was bedtime, and I'm like, Oh, like, you know, so it's been a really cool transition for me just to really become a family man and to do all that kind of stuff. And, you know, luckily I started biking before our first daughter was born. So I've been able to be home for all of that. So, and it's been amazing for her and I, cause I have a kid's ride shotgun and, and a Mac ride and I can take her on bike rides with me. I mean, man, it's just, I never thought my wife convincing me into buying a $180 bike from Walmart would turn into what it is now. Cause that's where it started. I mean, that's literally what it was. And, you know, it was your typical, well, crap, this bike's not right. So you started watching the video reviews like, oh, this is what I was supposed to buy. <laughs> Whoops. But it's just, it truly is amazing. And, you know, and I never really thought I was like out of shape or anything like that, but it's just an entirely different kind of endurance. It's a different kind of just work. And I'm so fortunate that I found mountain biking and it really has me where I'm at. And it's something that I could most likely do for the rest of my life. That's such a cool thing to know. Cause you know, I, I love skateboarding, like I mentioned earlier, but, and I have three, I have three rods in my leg now, or I guess screws technically, and, you know, I'm not going to be able to do that forever because it kind of hurts every now and then, whereas mountain biking is a little more low impact. So it's cool. Yeah. So that brings something up that I didn't really think of before because I didn't know the whole video game thing. So like three years ago, I know you said you weren't in the worst shape, but I know and you say you're in the best shape now. How much of a difference and how much progression? Oh, man. My, my very first bike. Yeah, my very first bike ride was less than a mile, and I thought I was dying. Like, we got back to the house, and I heard stories of people, like, riding 15, 20 miles. And I'm like, how? There's no way. Like, that's impossible. And, you know, that's the thing, though. It's so cool because that's where you start. That's where you start. And it's okay. And that's one of the biggest things for me, getting people into mountain biking. I'm going to put you in front unless it's a hard trail. If it's not a hard trail, if it's just an easy loop, you're in front. You set the pace, just go, let's have fun. Let's talk. And if we only do a mile, that's fine. If I'm dead and we've done 40 miles on the trail, that's cool too. I don't care. I just want to ride, <laughs> but no, it's, it's, I started doing hardly any miles, you know, and where I used to live, we had a little loop that was like a mile and a half long. And I remember the very first time I did that loop nonstop and you would have thought I died and went to heaven, you know, I <laughs> and it's the little victories. And that's why I like doing climbs over again until I get them, because 
there's just this really cool sense of accomplishment and achievement when you do something you've never done before. When you do your first 10 mile ride, you do your first 20 mile ride, you decide to buy a road bike and you do a 100 mile ride and you're like, holy cow, like I did this. And it's cool. It's just such an amazing feeling and it's getting you healthy. And you know, sadly, this is the only body you have. So you might as well treat it well, right? <laughs> right. Absolutely. And, and for you to say that, and, and hopefully a ton of people listen to this, um, I think a lot of people are in the position where they first start and they see everyone's Stravas or whatever they're looking at, or people on Facebook and the people they're around 10, 15, 20 miles, whatever it may be. And, and you're sitting there, like you were just talking about, like, damn, I'm struggling to ride a mile. And, and it's amazing how fast that comes. Yes. It, it happens so quick. And I, I'm still noticing it in myself that just the progression of how much stronger I am every time I ride. It's awesome. Yeah. So for instance, you know, I went on a bike ride yesterday with my brother-in-law. Okay. Amazing individual. I'm so stoked. He started riding with me, but he's new. We did 3.7 miles and our average speed was like six, 6.5 miles per hour. Yep. Not a long ride, not very fast, you know? And then the ride I did before that, two days before, like when I was by myself, it was, I'm pulling up my Strava. It's 13, it was 13.97 miles. And my average speed was 9.0, you know, I mean, it's, it's different. And the thing is find someone who can help you, especially if you are new to mountain biking, find a Sherpa, find someone who knows the trails and that, that kind of a thing. I mean, if you can find someone who's willing to help you, you're going to have so much more fun, especially because they're going to teach you things that you don't think of, of you know, how to maybe distribute your weight for climbs, you know, because there there's right and wrong ways to do stuff. There really is, you know, proper seat height, that kind of a thing. You know, if your knees are hitting you in your chest, you're not going to have a fun ride. So you got to get that stuff dialed in. So it's it's a lot more important than what people think, you know, like proper posture, posture and riding and how your how your stuff's even set up. There's preference there. But I mean, you know, it's, it's interesting, but it's, if it's a mile terrific. And the biggest thing is though, start. Yep. That's, it's like an essay in school. You didn't want to write your first paragraph. Once you get that paragraph going, it gets easier and easier and easier. And you'll notice your time's getting better. And you'll notice you're going longer. And then you're noticing you're having fun and, and having fun while exercising. <laughs> I love it. I, I'm so happy you touched on that. Yeah, definitely. You gotta. Same. Just, you just gotta work at anything. You want to make it fun. You want to make it good. You good time. Unfortunately, you have to put in the work to get to that point with mountain biking. But once you're once you're there, it, it it's a blast. Oh, I encourage sure. anybody I mean, to try. I can honestly compare it to skateboarding. You know, yeah. I started skateboarding in eighth grade. I can't tell you how many scars I have on my knees, my elbows, and things like that from falling and. Now I can go to a skate park and I can literally be there for an hour and just ollie and have a blast. Like I can just do circles and ollie because you just get to the point to where you know what you're doing and it's comfortable, but we all start somewhere. And the other thing to keep in mind is if you're not a starter and you've been doing it a while, help someone, you know, if you see someone on the trail, something like that, help someone. I mean, come on. Life is short. Life is hard. Be a light. <laughs> something, so, something I like to do to like try to, you know, cause there's a lot of people that you connect with with mountain biking that are they're just not in your area it seems like it just seems like that's how the community is in general something i like to do is just even if it's not something crazy that the person is doing or they're just showing hey i'm out here doing it you know 
I always try to tell, like react to their posts, tell them nice job, whatever it is. Cause you never know. They could be thinking about giving up and, you know, they're looking for guidance or something. If they post that or whatever, and you know, your reaction yeah. or your post to them could help them keep going, you know, and, and it's just, this sport is so good for everybody. I was even, even for myself, I was telling the guys earlier, like I've shaved my resting heart rate, like by like 50 beats per minute in the last couple oh. of years. Like I've noticed I'm, it's yeah, I'm resting low forties and like where, where before, you know, it was like high nineties, like, cause yeah. just so much stress on myself. I was way overweight not taking yeah. care of myself, eating whatever I wanted to, you know, you know, yeah. what, what's a beer, and honestly, what's a beer going to do? You know, beer does so much. So, you know, and honestly, the health side of it is just an accident. You know, it was for me, like I didn't, like, I didn't even think about it. Like I just had fun writing, doing drops and stuff. And the next thing I know, like I'm in better shape. I'm like, huh, okay. <laughs> the best shape of our lives, guys. That's crazy. You know, but yeah. Is that it? Yeah, I don't have much to add. I don't have anything yeah, I don't else. I don't have much to add. Yeah, I'm just Yo. kind of in agreement. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> oh, yeah. Thank you guys so much for inviting me and having me. Of course. And, so, so just, Tyler, you, you know, I will say this. Back to what Kyle was saying. I, let me mention this real quick. That is one of the best part about, one of the best parts about Dude Wears My Nars. <laughs> when someone posts something, there's action on it. And that's so cool, whether it be just a post or, you know, a, a Strava or anything like that, the positive reinforcement, I believe that's correct. The positive reinforcement you receive from that community is awesome. And I'm in quite a few bike groups and I'm not going to say what they are going to detail, but it is pretty cool to see how like 95% of the stuff, random statistic out of my butthole, but 95% <laughs> of the stuff that I see nice. on Dude Wears My Nar is positive. You know, I mean. And that's one of the coolest things. And I love the fact that when someone posts it, it's always like one of you guys or Stu, they're the first people to like it, love it, or comment it. And that is just, that's what a mod is. And, you know, I love the fact that you guys have taken that role and they're now doing this kind of a thing with the podcast and you're just so active in the community. And I mean, it's, it's cool. And I mean, it shows and that's why dude is growing as well. You know, I mean, it's something to be proud of and it's something to, you know, just to be stoked over. So, and I'm super fortunate that I'm part of it and I've been part of it for a while. I think I joined at 300. Yeah, I think that's I when I got it. I early. think you joined pretty early. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I think I was there at 300. I had a, well, I had a bud who I bike with, uh, send me an invite to him. Like, all right, sure. Whatever. And then, yeah. What are we at now? Or what are you guys at now? How many, I know you're up in a couple thousands, right? Almost 3,500. Let me see here. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, hang on, pull it up. Yeah. Let's end on that. That's a good note. It's crazy. <laughs> Honestly, Josh, it, it means a lot that you mentioned that because that's literally why the group was started. Just somewhere positive, you know, life's hard. Like you said earlier, life's hard. It's, you know, we have enough stress. We do this thing, mountain biking to, to get out of ourselves or have fun. And, and the last thing anyone wants to do is like post a video, especially a new guy and get just done. Right. Oh, yeah. Um, nobody needs that or wants that and and unfortunately it it, it happens and it, it is what it is right to each their own i hope that we can continue to keep you know the group like it is and and be positive and help people and you know i i think 
you know, if I see someone post, I don't know a lot of stuff. So I'll like, I, I've tagged you before, like, hey, Josh, you, you, you might know something about this. Or I'll try to bring someone who knows something in or just bring them into the conversation just to help people. No, yeah, it is. It's very cool. I mean, it, it is. And yeah, I mean, it's just a nice escape for people, you know, just to be able to share content and not like, you know, to do it, not have to worry. You know, that goes back to what we were talking about. You know, if someone's listening to this right now, they're just starting, post your one mile rides. Like, 100%. Let's, uh, we want to know. We yep. want to be hyped with you. We want to be hyped for you because, spoiler, we've all been there. Right. <laughs> we are. You know, someone's anthill is another person's mountain. Any, oh, no sure. matter what for sure. what form it is, whether it's it's grief, uh, joy, whatever it is. Yeah. So. And here, here's a real good analogy for you. All of us that are trying to get to the top of the mountains, our goal is actually to get back down, yeah. especially as mountain Right. And while we're down, we get some more people up to the top. Right. <laughs> yeah. and, and to be totally honest, like I want to see that one mile ride because in yeah. a month, when you post your three mile ride, I'm going to be like, yes. Right, yeah, progress. And, then, and then the 10 and whatever it may be like over time i'm gonna be like dude that guy just rode a mile and he said he was like dying now look at him like i thrive on that so we know we're at we're at 3.5k growing steadily 44 members in the last week i know there's like uh there's a way to find out a little bit accurate, more accurate number but i mean just to have that little amount since awesome. Jan- january 11 111 21 is it yeah, when it started. Yep. So, gosh, it's only been like seven months. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I guess that's when I joined. Yeah, was, man, that's crazy. It's nuts. Hey, at least you didn't get some dude in your inbox asking you to join the groove. It was weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just. Who could? What? <laughs> What'd you do it? Hey, you want to join my group? <laughs> I wanted to say no, but. I don't know. He, I was he was like, I saw them picking on you. You should come in my group, buddy. Moose to your house. That's how I got yeah. out of it. Dude, where's yes. moose? <laughs> oh goodness. All right. Well, th- thanks everyone for listening um, to our second episode. Is really great to have you on, Josh. And if you have anything that you like to plug right now, go right ahead. Yeah, I just, you know, I just want to thank you guys for having me on. And again, you know, if you do enjoy bike builds and fun stuff like that, definitely check out Chicken Cindy's. But you got a couple really good moderators on this Dude Wears My Gnar, and they're definitely there to help you guys. So definitely reach out. Don't be afraid to post and just enjoy it. So cool. Thanks, Josh. Perfect. And I'll make sure to link your channel um, on the podcast as well um, in in the description. I appreciate it, man. Yeah, and Josh, honestly, feel free. So to post your channel, like we tell everyone, it's, it's about building a community, like post your, you know, post your, you know, whatever it is, your business, yeah. it's all good. I'm so bad about that. Like I hate plugging myself and <laughs> I hit a thousand and I've still, yet to do, I've still yet to do a monetize on a video. I just like, I don't want to do it. It's the weirdest feeling. Like I feel so bad about it. <laughs> It's just that's how I am. <laughs> like a giveaway or something. I do, that's what I'm. I just I'm actually doing one right oh, now. I'm doing. Oh yeah, a, I think I did see you post something. Giveaway. Yeah. You know, I was looking. Those spank pedals are like sixty dollars. <laughs> when I bought cool. them, I was like, I was getting some nice pedals, brand new. 
<laughs> Dude, I got a hundred twenty dollar race face pedals. Uh, I forget which ones they are. I got them for my girlfriend yeah, the- biking. I got them for forty bucks. The girl at the bike shop a- tagged them wrong, Ooh, and I I knew something was up. And then one of the guys who sold it to me, he was like, "Hey, uh, you think you can give me a deal today?" I you know we kind of gave you a deal on those pedals. I'm like, it it doesn't work that way. Like if. if- <laughs> I give you a little, you give me a little. Uh, like I, I, I would love to. I would absolutely love to. But I, as as a third party person coming in and working at other stores, I don't have that leverage. So, <laughs> oh goodness, yeah. No, I, and that's the that's what I'm really, and that's like one of the things I'm not because I really want to open a bike shop. Like I want to work on people's bikes. And I want to do it, but I sent all the prices to a couple of good buds of mine, and they're like, "Yeah, you're way underpriced. Like you need to like double some of those." And I'm like, I just can't do that. Like I'm going to lose money and like, I'm okay with it. <laughs> it's just, I don't know. Well, That's just how I am. Shop, let me know. <laughs> yeah, I'll be there. Sure, I'll buy something. I'm just going to work on bikes. Seriously. It was so funny. But yeah, I sent him and they're like, all of them. Yeah, you should probably charge more. I'm like, seriously? Like, I feel like I'm already asking too much. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, no, you're not even close. I'm like, I'm not good at this. This is probably why I'm not running a business yet. <laughs> Oh, here's five dollars. Thanks for letting me fix your bike. <laughs> that was a great I'll pay you to fix your stuff. Oh goodness! What's the doubt? There is none. You're welcome. Honestly, Josh, thank you so much for doing this. Love chicken sandies. Yes, thank you. Sounds like Josh is doing a giveaway right now. So check out his channel. You could win some Damn. awesome pedals. And uh, we'll plug, since you don't like plugging it, we'll plug your word channel <laughs> on Do Where's My Nar, the Facebook group. And uh, dude, honestly, this was great. I, I had a blast. I laughed a lot, which is, you know, that's what life's all about. Having fun. I hear that. Definitely. Thank you so much for having me on, guys. I really appreciate it. So it was fun. We will definitely talk with you on Dude Where's My Nar and Chats. And I'm going to try. I got to get back to you about meeting up with you again. Because I don't know. Uh, like I said, I think I have a photo shoot that day, but I'm not entirely sure. But if I don't, then I could I could wing it for sure. We'll figure it out, man. We'll definitely get together here soon. We're, we live too close to not ride together here soon. So. Right, I agree. 